Welcome to the iBook Podcast. I'm April O'Leary, your host, the founder of O'Leary Publishing, and this is episode 46, where we feature JJ, who is an international speaker and has been exciting people with his message for the last 15 years in over 30 countries. Now, you may not know, but in 2009, he leveraged YouTube to grow his magic brand to 57 million views in the entertainment industry. So he decided to leave those tricks behind and leverage his mastery in PR and personal branding to start an advertising agency called Ace of Spades that helps people grow their personal brand so they can become number one in their space. And today we're going to be talking about tricks you can do to grow your author brand, build your presence online, and have more people want more of you. So let's get started with JJ and here we go. So welcome, JJ. Welcome. Thank you. Look at those. I can see the teeth from here. You know, I thought I had the right teeth, but I'm feeling a little bit insecure today. Like, man, my, 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 my dentist maybe is going to get a call after this, you know? I have to get a little touch up. Now you know my vice. I can't help it. It's teeth. I notice people's teeth. I don't know why I do, but I'm, I'm kind of like um, obsessed with that. So yeah. thanks for yeah. noticing, but you have a great smile too. Well, it's your image is important. Welcome yeah. to Personal Branding 101, you know? Yeah. People yeah. think image isn't important. The people who say that have, have decided that, that they've let themselves go and, and I'm not going to do anything about it. You know, image is very important. It's not everything, but like anything, you walk into a restaurant, oh, that looks pretty. Maybe I'll walk inside. Hopefully the food's good, the service is good. You're going to come back, you know? But at the end of the day, image, image from your book, from your brand, from you, it's everything. You know, how do people it's, feel about you? It's so important. It really is. And it's funny because I often speak to authors when we're working with them on the front yeah. of their book publishing of how is this book going to serve your brand? Because a lot of authors come to us with a brand. Maybe they're a realtor or a business person or consultant or they're, yeah. you know, we have a guy who's a nutrition scientist. He works at a college, you know, yeah. teaching and doing human studies. But the book is sort of that anchor piece that helps them elevate their visibility in the marketplace. And so when we're talking about branding, you know, what are some of the things that you do to help people really build a strong brand? Or what are some ways authors can do that? Well, I think with, with authors, with coaches, with really anyone, we got to remember, like, firstly, it starts with this, you know, and, and I know that people don't maybe want to hear this, but so many people talk themselves out of putting themselves out there, you know, they talk themselves out of maybe even writing a book, you know, because people tell themselves, well, I don't have a story. Why does anyone want to hear from me? You know, or I don't, I'm not good on camera. I'm shy. I'm an introvert. You know, when I do television shows, every journalist, TV host asks me, what happens if I'm shy? What happens if I'm an introvert? And I look it back in their eyes and I said, and I say, who told you that? And then the pin drops and they say, I told myself that and every client I've worked with from 10 countries, everyone is labeling themselves. And I'm like, stop telling yourself you don't deserve to put yourself out there. So I think the first thing is getting authors to understand, like people need to hear you from you. You know, we're in a space now where it's so acceptable. It doesn't matter what you sound like, what you look like. You can be Australian, you can be Indian, you can be from Dubai, you can be tall, short, you know, gay, straight, it doesn't matter, but we want to hear from you. 
So I think the first thing people need is put themselves out there. April. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because authors are creatives and they like yeah. to be behind the scenes. Yes. Love the process of tweaking the words and working on the design and all of that stuff that comes before you put yourself out there. And it's almost like we have found that some authors right before the launch, they sort of get cold feet and they right. want to like, I, I, I got to go back. I need to tweak this manuscript a little more. It's not ready. The design's not exact, you know, and they, it's like they, they can't quite get out there. So what do you say to people that have that feeling or they've told themselves some of these stories? What are some strategies they can use to sort of jumpstart them out into the world? Yeah, yeah. Well, keep, keeping, keeping yourself accountable is very, very tough, you know? So there are two ways, set the date, set the date. It's got to come out by, you know, June 19th. Tell everybody, you will figure it out. You know, that's the first so thing. true. Yeah, if, now if that's not enough incentive, right? Here's a great one. Go give your friend $1,000 or 2,000, whatever your risk tolerance is, right? And say, if it's not out by this date, keep the money. So when we, when, when I work with clients, one of the strategies we do is we do an Insta, we do a go live challenge. So go live every day on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever platform. And I tell them, if you guys want to keep yourself within like accountable, give your friend a thousand dollars or 10,000. And every day you don't do it, they keep whatever that is divided by, you know, 30. So $333 a day, $33 a day, you know, $3,333 a day and, and they actually do it. It pushes them out, yeah. you know? So otherwise, because we, we're, as a creative myself in the entertainment business, I get it. I really get it. You want to make it perfect, you know? And there's nothing wrong with making it right. But too many of us, it's not the perfect syndrome. It's progress. It's, it's the feeling of like, I just want to do one more thing because it's going to like, you'll never do it. You'll never bring it out. You know, yeah. you know, I know it's a lie. Just yeah. say you're scared. And if we can voice the fear, then we can fix it. You know? Right. It's so true. And, you know, I love that strategy. It's funny how sometimes when we can put our, hold our own feet to the fire like that and realize there's something to lose, you know, the, the 300 bucks a day or whatever, it seems like a silly concept, right? But the truth is, you know, those little motivational techniques that will get us in the habit of putting ourselves yeah. out there. And then the money is sort of irrelevant at the end of the day, because once yeah. you get comfortable with that skill, you can take it and use it to sell more books or grow your social media yeah. channels or, you know, send that press release um, or hire someone it's, it's to do it for you. It's a muscle that every person who's putting themselves there needs to learn to, to have. Like, it doesn't need to be perfect. I can't overthink, you know, because people, you know, April, people don't remember, like, like, let me ask you this. What, what did you have for lunch four days ago? No idea, right? Yeah, exactly. So you think people are going to remember what you posted on Facebook and it wasn't perfect? They don't remember. They remember the big things. I liked how she connected with me. Wow, she really shows up. I wish I could do that. They don't think oh, she said this two, two minutes, 27 seconds into the, they, we can't, you know? So it's like, I try and tell people, like, think of the bigger picture because you're thinking so minute. You right. know, people think they write a book and then they're going to put it on Amazon and it's like, here, you know, I'm going to be the new, you know, Oprah. Right. Like, but my story's different, Jay. But Jay, you don't know what I've been through. Hey, right. hey we've all been through stuff. 
But if you don't have the right strategy behind it, you'll write it, it will sit there, and then you'll feel depleted and feel right. sad. And there's nothing worse than that. And that's funny that you say this. And, you know, um, I was thinking about here, one of the questions being, you know, why is it not necessarily about the best product, for example? Why is it, you know, we've all read that Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, right? Yeah. And two similar products, one takes off and one is falls into obscurity in a short right. period of time. And you got to say, why? So why isn't it the, the best product or the most talented person right. that, that wins? Well, because because talent, talent is the, isn't the only formula. How many people, how many times have you seen a musician at a restaurant or a bar? And you're like, how is that girl not more famous? You yeah. know, she's got an incredible voice. She's hitting that high G like, like no tomorrow. I was, in, I was in Europe and I was sitting at a like, cafe and I had this lady, the girl was singing, you know, and I was with, a, with a, a girl at the time. And I was like, how, like, what happened here? You know, she's like, I could see you. I'm like visualizing her on a big stage. I'm like hundred percent. So what is that? It's obviously not talent. It's, it's obviously marketing. It's promoting and obviously putting her in a place where more people can see her, where she gets more chances. And I think where a lot of authors forget is that it isn't just one thing, April, these days. You know, it isn't just one post on Instagram. It isn't just one Amazon book someone's going to buy. It isn't just like, oh, my, my friend runs a networking group. She'll put it there and everyone's going to buy it. Right. It's, it's so many things, you know. And, and with the, growing the personal brand, like it's better to do a bunch of different things because you don't know what's going to stick. You don't know what's going to, what, what's going to hold. Right. And I, and I have seen that happen with authors where they put all their eggs in one basket. Like they, you know, sign up for a brand new, I'm going to be part of this online summit. There's going to be a hundred thousand <laughs> people that are there. You know, I got to yeah, get yeah, my website old. ready and you know it's like you get two email opt-ins and nobody buys anything right i'm 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 the first person who can feel and vibe that because you know i get asked to speak a lot right and with throughout throughout covid you know there were that the whole like online summit was the key hot word so i was getting offers all the time right and obviously you know for me it's an advertising play right because when i get like i'm not getting paid to do this right but you give me an opportunity to share to your audience not only can I build a relationship with you, share moves with maybe a client may reach out from your audience, but I get to cut it on social media, put it for authority. So my energy behind it, and it's advertising. So I would do all these events throughout COVID. And I heard every like, yeah, we had look at 45,000 people on like, you know, and I was like, who's on? She's like, no one. I'm like, great. So I love that. And how many people looked it after? No one. Like, yeah, it's just, but but you got to remember too. Here's 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 one thing that I'll, I'll 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 flip the switch with that. You'll be surprised how many people reach out to me and work with me, and they've seen me on a random podcast at a, on a, with someone that doesn't have a lot of views. You know, you'd be surprised. It's yeah. like it could be that one. You know, you never know. And then they see yeah. everything else. Well, and it's like the example you gave me in at the cafe, you know, I know musicians who were doing their jam, you know, playing to small crowds yeah. and you got that one promoter that walks in one day, you yeah. know, that happens to be in town and picks them up, yeah. you know? So sometimes you gotta be willing to just do the small stuff, especially for authors that are new, 
you know, I think it's being comfortable with doing the small things, practicing building those muscles, as you said, and yeah. then you'll get some of those bigger opportunities, but never yeah. discount. I heard a saying once called every dud knows a stud. Have you heard of right. that? Right. <laughs> and yeah. you never know. Every person you meet knows people. Yeah. So you just never know who can introduce who to who to who to who. And the other thing ever with that, lose the ego. Yeah, agree. Lose the ego. So many people, like, I'll tell you, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm off to Dallas today to speak to 600 realtors. I'm not getting paid for this, right? You know, it's an advertising place, 600 realtors, right? But he told me, Justin, the guy who runs it, I said, hey, let me ask you a question. How many, you know, you want other good speakers. How many people did you reach out to who said no because they wanted to be paid? And he said like 95% of them. And, the, and I'm a bigger speaker than half of these people, right? Like just from a, from a longevity point of view. And he goes, you know, with you, Jay, because I would have thought you would have had the ego to be like, it's, you know, 10,000, take it or leave it first class, right? I said, I took my ego out of it. Like, it's not about me, you know? It's about how can I get in front of more people? Right. And if someone's giving me 600 people who are probably going to spend so I can speak to a thousand percent. Yeah. So many authors, I don't want to do that. Mm, there's only three people in that room. Like, and, and then they want all the riches and the rewards, mm -hmm. you know? So one of my favorite sayings at the moment is like, you can have the riches and the rewards when the runs are on the board. Show say me the that, runs. Say that again. You can have the riches and rewards. Yeah. You can have all the riches and all the rewards when I can see the runs on the board. Ah, I gotcha. I want to see, well, I want to Google yeah. you. I want to see the, the list of events that you've done with 14 people. You know, yeah. I think Gary V, what he's done super well, he's dialed in with, you've seen him do like his videos oh, as yeah. on library TV where there's three viewers. Like yeah. you deserve everything, Gary, because you've shown us that mm -hmm. you've been able to do it. But so yeah. many people want the, the, the best venue, the best gig, the most paid, but they don't want to put in the work. So it's like, you know. Right. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that because directly related to authors, and this is the thing that as someone who publishes new authors, you know, a lot of new authors come to the table um, with a fresh idea, um, no followers. Some of them don't have social media up and running yet, um, but they have a big dream, a big vision. They have a message they want to share. Um, but just by getting a book out, you know, that's like, I always equate it's like having a baby, right? You've got a beautiful baby. That's great. Now raise it. Mm. Now get up at night. Now feed it. Now change its diaper. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. I mean, great. You had fun yeah. creating the baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but it's so much more than that. And like you said, speaking, you know, speaking at every library in your town. I think it's a great concept. It's free. Thank you for, yeah. you know, thank you for sharing that. I'm going to probably, I haven't thought about that for a while. I'm going to talk tell some clients like, hey, go to the library, run an event. They have a list of people, yeah. people coming in, you know, you, yeah. could, you, could, you could do a passage from your book, you know, set the chairs, grab the book, you know, like talk, yeah. do a chapter. Hey, if anyone's interested, you got some books at the back, do that on a monthly, now you're 12 times a year. Now you're actually, it should, you should be doing it more. Did do every library around your city once a week. Now you've got 12, 24, 48 performances dialed in locked in where you can practice how to speak how to sell and your confidence level is going to go up number one fear in the world april public speaking yeah. people would rather 
imagine here is sharks and here is a stage with people. People like, <laughs> I'm jumping. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> sharks and a crowd. This is the truth. Yeah. People would rather jump, like, you know, great white sharks with blood and, you know, they've been, they're ready to eat. People would rather just go, mm, no. Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to understand this because, like, for my whole life, you know, I've been in front of camera. It's, but it's still the numb. It hasn't been beaten. Like, it's not snakes. It's not spiders. It's not, like, feeling embarrassed in front of your friends. It's standing in front of a large group of people and speaking. And yeah. people are terrified <laughs> you know it's funny my brother-in-law's a musician and he has been playing gosh for 40 i mean he's never actually had a job like at a bank or anything he's right, right. been an independent musician and um he said he used to have a lot of stage fright and he went one time to a just a public outdoor concert with the idea that he was just going to sit back and critique try to notice every mistake that the person made and judge it and he said, at the end of the performance, I realized they were pretty damn good. And I was like impressed, you know, that they were up there doing it, like doing what I wanted to do, mm. you know? So I think that we give our audiences not enough credit for seeing you on stage, for example, and saying like, damn, this guy is out there in front of all these people yeah. doing his thing. And that's gives, you know, respect, right? Like, there's, there's and that's a, how people view you if you're on a stage like if I get up in front of the audience at the library I always think you know these people aren't here to judge me you know they're here because they want to hear something and maybe I'll meet some new friends and you know sell a few books and yeah yeah yeah. Today. yeah yeah right? he, 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 here's the play with that you got to ask yourself this are you in this today are you in this forever mm-hmm are you in this for the short term, quick fix? Let me get my money. Let me sell my book. Or are you in this for a long-term play? Mm -hmm. And when I change my mindset from that, I don't mind doing the library gigs. I don't mind doing, you know, speaking events with 45 people because I know that it adds up. It's like a house with, you're laying it with bricks. I'm creating a castle, but it starts with one brick. Mm -hmm. But when you see the vision, you're like, it's fine. Like, really, is it that hard? Like, and that's the other thing, too. People, like, complain. I'm like, hey, hey, we're not, like, in the sewers in Miami shoveling dirt 16 hours a day. Like, don't complain, you know, because, you, you know, we have an opportunity to, to do what we enjoy. Most people haven't. Most people can't. Most people have, will not have that luxury. So, like, I tell people to be quiet a lot. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'll just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so let's let's shift gears a little bit and talk about trust and building trust with people and why yeah. that's why is that the, why would you say that's a, a problem or is that you see that as a problem? Because I feel like you know that we all know that saying people do business with those they know, like, and trust. Yeah. So as an author who's brand new, nobody knows about you, you know, especially a lot of the books we publish are nonfiction, they're self-help, they're spirituality. Why should somebody trust what that person's saying? And how do you, how do you build that into the equation? Yeah. Well, let's talk about why people buy. They don't buy because they wanted it. Why? Because there's something that you've connected with and they trust you. There's some element of trust, right? April, you've seen me online enough to invite me on your show. So there's an element of trust, right? It's not full trust. You just met me, but it's like, okay, I've seen it. Maybe you watched a podcast. Maybe you saw the YouTube. Okay. There's trust. So 
people need to understand that how do we get it? Well, the way to do that is you've really got to find a way to connect with these people. Like even if you're a new author, there's a way to do it through storytelling, through shooting content, through sharing your message, but people got to feel you, you know, because people buy from people. They don't buy from a book. They buy from people, mm-hmm. you know, and the faster you can understand people don't buy the product, they buy you, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, how many times April have you bought something online or bought something from a friend or someone, you know, you didn't ask to see the contract. You didn't go send me every detail before I'm, I like the guy. I like the girl. Yeah. Send it to me, you know? Oh yeah. It's a book. Okay. Send it. You know, mm-hmm. just because there's an element of trust, you know, like you, you like them, you know them. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me check it out. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and I would say in any business and with books, especially word of mouth is really such a powerful tool to grow sales and to grow trust. Because if you mm-hmm. said to me right now, April, I just read the best book ever. This is what it is. It changed my business. It changed my life, whatever. I'd go on Amazon and buy it right now. I wouldn't go look up the author necessarily or read the back cover. I would say, well, if, if I trust you and you're saying it's good, you're not going to refer me something that's bad. Yeah. So I- I would buy it. So exactly. Um, and, that, and that's influence too. We all have it. You don't need to be an influencer with a million followers to you influence your, your kids, your pets, your husband, you know, your, your friends, like you tell them, Hey, there's a great restaurant. It's this pasta place. Go when she's on Friday night with, with her husband, where should we go? Oh, April told me to go to this pasta place. I'm going to check it out. They didn't have to Google. They didn't have to know who the chef was. They just trust you enough. So if you can understand that on a larger scale, like it can be a very, it's a power move, you know? So speaking of that, influencers, you know, I I know some authors who are working directly with influencers to help gain more exposure for their books. You know, is that something that at your agency you guys do to help authors? Let's talk a little bit about what you guys do to, help authors build their brand and build their exposure and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we do, we do high-end media. So TV podcasts, getting verified on Instagram or Facebook, TEDx talk, which is great for authors and work. We work with influencers to basically we position you in a way where you can get a lot of attention and exposure. The great thing about the PR agency I have is we don't have to pitch. So if anyone's worked with a PR agency, a lot of them don't have a lot of, how do I say this nicely? There's, they're not always coming out with a positive because you pay a PR agency usually, you know, a lot of money and there's a lot of pitching, but there's no guarantee. I wanted to take away that fear and I wanted to take away that problem. And I said, listen, I have the connections. You know, I can make a phone call to some people high up in television, which means I can get a yes or no very quickly or I know what they're looking for. For example, it's, month, it's May, it's mental health month. They're not going to take a, a 33-year-old guy who's speaking around the world. Like, it cool, it's cool. They don't want that. They want the lady or man who's built something that's dealt with a lot of this, and they want to use that story. Now, if you don't have the relationship with them, you're constantly pitching, 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 and it's nothing's working. So it's like having me as your some comes like your messenger to get you to the, to the media outlets and you know, how authors can use influencers. I love that. We've been doing this. Don't just pay anyone. Who is someone who's like maybe part of a book club? Like they have influence. 
you know, use I always tell people to start with money because it's respect. Like my, money is the way we, we change our time, you know, mm-hmm. but, but you don't have to give everybody everything. Just go, hey, you know, let's say April, you're in a book club and I'll position like this. Hey, my name is Jay. I've got a brand new book out. Actually, my name's Lewis Howes. I've got a brand new book out. It's called School yeah. Greatness. And I know I look different in the photo there. Hey, but April, I know you have a book club. Just out of curiosity, what would it cost me for your time for us to do a podcast together or, you know, maybe for you to share this with your audience? What would that fee be? Now, two things you've done. One, you've respected her time to say, I'm willing to pay you, right? Two, it's very clear intentional. Like, I, I want to promote the book. Usually what happens is they'll come back. The fee won't be that much. Or they may just say, hey, like, I'll, I'll help you out, you know? But that's using an influencer. Now she sends out an email, talks very highly of it. And people either come to the library book opening or they buy the book or they, you know, get to know you. I love that, you know, and there's nothing worse, I think, than the feeling that people get when they're taking your time, right? When you feel like, oh, hey, you know, I just, I want to just run a book idea by you. I was getting that all the time when we, before we started like having publishing consult fee or an editorial consult fee, because people would email like, hey, everyone's told me I should write a book. Do you have time? Could we meet for coffee? And, you know, (laughs) it's like, um, I don't want to be mean, but no, I can't. I can't do that. And it also shows that if they don't want to spend that small amount to, to speak with you, um, they're not really serious about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. If I could give you a great tip and everyone's listening. So the way to combat that, especially if you have your phone number on your website, I wouldn't right? or, or I would say have an answering machine or, or a voice memo, like where it's like, Hey, love to help you. Please fill out this application form mm-hmm. because then you can filter and then you know who to call back or you know who to, or you can position it for a call or go to Calendly and say, hey, just this Calendly calls a strategy call. If you're looking to run an idea by me, mm-hmm. I would love to help. Please email me. Mm-hmm. Two things happen there. One, most people will fall off because they don't, they won't do it. And two, if they're willing to put in the investment and time, you, then it, it's on your, your time. Not they want to sit for a coffee for 45 minutes and think about it and run it by you. Mm-hmm. You're a professional, like, you know, to them, it's not a job for them. To them, it's a hobby, passion. This is a career for you, you know? It's a good way to, it's a good way to, good approach to take. Thank you for that. And, yeah, um, yeah, you know, no. it's, it's interesting. And in the process of building a business, like you building an agency or an author building a book business or speaking business or building a publishing company, there's, it's sort of like evolving the ways that we try things. It's why I think you said earlier, you know, you got to try a lot of things. You know, don't rely on just yeah. one speaking event or one podcast or one promotion yeah. with an influencer. It's like your um, ability to put a lot of runs up on the board, as you said, is your ability to get in front of as many people as possible. And that's why working with someone who has the relationships with the media industry, who mm-hmm. has the know-how, who understands, well, May is Mental Health Month and next month is this and that much, because, you know, there's that that kind of concept, like just throw spaghetti against the wall, something will stick. It's like, well, maybe, but also sometimes it's making your life harder. Yeah, yeah. You're not actually giving someone what they want. It's like if someone doesn't read our website and they pitch me a mystery thriller book. Yeah. No, we don't publish that. 
So it's not even really a viable, you know, their time because that's not what we do. Yeah. So, so, you know, let's talk, you know, let's finally kind of wrap it up here by talking about personal brands and building an income and making, you know, six figures a year, seven figures a year. Like, how do you get there for people that are just starting out and who maybe feel discouraged or maybe they just want to recoup the money they put into launching their book, you know, those kinds of things. How can they really focus on building a brand that's going to be worth something in the long term? Well, I'd always come back to them like anyone is like, what's the why behind this? What do you really want? And you have to be honest with yourself, you know, and authors, and I'm big on finding that real core reason before we take them to the finish line. Because some people just want validation from their mom for 20 years because she said she could never write a book. I bring this up because it happened to a client of ours recently. Validation from their loved ones. No, they want to kickstart this and they want to leave their nine to five and be a full-time author and be a speaker like Oprah. Great, right? So finding that why is really important. Once we know that why, whatever it is, the way to put, like the way to build it, like I still think the best way is use your phone because it's free. You can put content out, you know, like you don't have to spend any money. There's no rules. You can upload in three minutes. I, I'm big on like selling you and putting yourself out there. And it's the hardest thing in April. That's the, it's funny, isn't it? Like the easiest thing to do, but it's the hardest thing to get started with people, you know, and stop going to advertising agencies and giving them five grand a month for running ads. Like it, it's, they want to trick you into doing that because it's, that's how they make an income. But if you don't have the right offer, there's, there's so many things. So for authors, I would say the first step today is, Put yourself, you have to learn how to put yourself on camera. You have to. Because at the end of the day, someone's eventually going to want to do a podcast with you. Someone's eventually going to want you to speak. And if you say, no, 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 you know, just write, read the book, read the book. Someone else is going to come through and take all the opportunities. So to build that personal brand, yeah, before you work with someone like me, like you need to like, be okay to like, okay, I'm just going to put myself out here and I want to tell everybody about my book, you know? And I promise you, you'll get wins and results because people are like, oh, wow, I've been watching you for so long. You know, I didn't know you have a book. Can, can, where can I buy it? You know? Yeah. It's great advice. You know, it's great to know that everyone's got to start somewhere. You know, putting yourself out there is really the key, no matter what, whether you have three people in front of you, 10 people in front of you, you know, one person just get out there, start promoting, start getting comfortable on video, on podcasts, you know, turning over every stone. And when you're ready, you know, working with an agency that can really help you amplify what you've done. Because, you know, the truth is for someone who, let's say they're, they're not comfortable on video yet, or they haven't done a lot, you know, let's say they were to work with you and, and you got them some big, big deal promotions or whatever, they wouldn't be comfortable yet. Right? I mean, to get on some sort of a, a big media outlet and you haven't even done your own videos it's like getting comfortable is so key yeah yeah i, w- I won't take anyone on if i feel like it's where ethics come in with business mm-hmm. look you know that yes you can i could there are people on a get on a call it's like they're financially ready and i'm you know i'm like listen we need to do a couple of things before we work together because if i put you on a television show and i can and i we can do it the problem is you us not getting it you may go on the TV show and you may freak out. You may start study your words. And two, if they come back to your website or back to your Instagram and there's nothing there, then there's a miss. There's no trust. 
Right. They're like, how does this girl get on TV with there's nothing online? Then, then they're like more held back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going like, hey, I get what you want to do. Let me just give you a couple of moves. And I think people really appreciate, they respect that because you're not trying to close them. You're just trying right. to be honest with them. Yeah. All, all great tips. I really appreciate your time today uh, being here with us and sharing so much wisdom from, you know, behind the curtain and what happens and ways authors can really build and amplify their brand and then how they can step it up, you know, and work with you potentially or work with an agency. What's the best way for them to check out more about you? Yeah. Aceofspadesagency.com. Aceofspadesagency.com because I was a magician for 15 years. That's why the agency is called Ace of Spades. And yeah, go, you know, check me out, like see the people we work with, see how we work, you know, and then when you're ready, like I do what I, I say, like fill out my application form. I want to get to know you and the team and I will get in touch. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, stay tuned for what we have next on the Amber podcast. And that concludes episode 46. I hope you learned a lot today. To follow JJ on Instagram, you can follow him on his personal account at JJ Live, or you can follow his agency at Ace of Spades Agency. You can also find him online at aceofspadesagency.com. And he has a lot of information to offer, a lot of wisdom, a lot of expertise. And he's someone who has really grown his own brand and now takes those skills to help others grow theirs. So if you're an author and you've heard this podcast and you're wondering, how do I grow my brand? How do I get more comfortable on video? JJ is absolutely someone you need to follow. And you won't be surprised to know that he has over 1 million followers on Instagram. Thank you, JJ, for your time to be on this podcast. And we look forward to our next episode coming soon be sure to like subscribe and comment we would love to hear from you and thank you again for being a part of o'leary publishing to download our free publishing guide to get started on your path to authorship you can do so at o'learypublishing.com we hope to serve you and help you get your message out to the world your voice matters